Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into another episode of the Football Betting Show, brought to you by Believe. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined as always by legendary handicapper Brandon Lang, and reminding you to subscribe, rate, and review the Football Betting Show wherever you get your podcasts from, so you get our college football and our NFL picks downloaded directly to your mobile device each and every Friday afternoon after we record this podcast brandon's been hot to start the season i've been hot in college football i haven't really played much nfl but had had a lot of success so far early on in this season and we have another exciting weekend of action coming up first a reminder we are brought to you by betonline.ag the wait is over football is back and you might not be at the games this year but you could still be in on the action at bet online you know brandon and i have a lot of action on the football games each and every weekend And there's no better place to bet than betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. What is up, B-Lang? Well, you know, I came on the show last week and and we had talked about the fact that I was uh, on a nine and two run in football on the website. And then I gave out Arkansas plus twenty eight hundred dimer. They hang in there after blowing the ten five lead with nine minutes to go in the third quarter. And I got to sweat bullets to get the cover, which I did. They lose by twenty seven. Came back on Sunday with the 150 dime release, number eight in a row, going back to last year on the Green Bay Packers outright over the Saints. Monday night we went so so that completed uh, the winning week. Um, since the reboot in sports, we won six and one to close out July. We had a winning August. We had a monster September. So. It's it's been it's been great. Gave a little back on Monday with the sixty dimer on Lamar Jackson in, in, in Baltimore and set in horror and watched Andy Reid put on a coaching clinic over Harbaugh and absolutely abused the defensive coordinator of the Ravens and made him look like a kindergarten teacher. That man should give back his paycheck not having his defense ready to roll. Um, I think where I missed it, and I don't know about you, and you could add this in a minute, but going forward. I don't know when it's going to happen where you'll get Patrick Mahomes as an underdog ever again. That's I what I said at, on the podcast. Yep, yep, I looked at you did. I looked at the schedule. It's it's not going to be this year, and I don't think he's ever going to be a dog for quite some time. And if he is, you just take him and you just shut your book and you just wait to collect. And that's that's I bought into the, I bought into the hype of. They struggled against the Chargers, and Herbert threw for 311. And I didn't realize that if you make Lamar Jackson a pocket passer, he's got no shot. And that's mm-hmm. no knock on that's no knock on Lamar. But that was the problem they lost to the Titans. So to bounce back on uh, last night and have Denver get it done over the Jets to get to 12 and three and football at brandonlang.com to be 5 and 0 in college going into Saturday to be 7 and 3 in the NFL um 
I can't I can't be displeased of that. And 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 going twelve and three in the NFL, I've been on the right side of every single game but one. And considering what we're dealing with in this whole COVID situation, bro, I'll take that every day of the week. A hundred percent. And that's what I said on the podcast about Mahomes. I said, you're never going to get him as an underdog like this ever yep. again. And so you just yep, automatic, it, it's an automatic fire. You just have to take it. You yep. have to take the Chiefs yep. as an underdog. Uh, let's I wanted to just, I was so pissed. You know, you were blinded. So right. You were blinded by your love for Lamar, 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 because you were on the no, sidelines. You were on the sidelines when they kicked by, the shit. I, was... You were on the sidelines when they kicked the shit out of the Patriots, and you were one of the few people who said hammer the Ravens in that game when everybody was all over the Patriots, and you were right, and so you fell in love with this team, and it blinded you. I wouldn't go that far. It was it was their performance <laughs> against it was their performance against the Chargers having nine points going into the fourth quarter yeah, yeah. against a def mm-hmm. against a defense of um uh, against a Charger defense that allowed Teddy Bridgewater to go up and down the field on him. Yep. Um, that's that's what your boy was 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 blinded about. So yeah, maybe we'll the Chiefs playing yep, playing down to their competition. But let's roll into college football. Yep. Uh, I got a spot here on Saturday that I'm really excited about. And uh, I'm telling you, listen, I'm on, I, I've told you last week, I'm on this team every week of the season, and that's the Florida Gators. And I don't like the 17 and a half or 18 that you're going to get at a lot Big of these number. books that I'm seeing. But what I do like is nine and a half for the first half. I think Florida goes into the locker room up at least 10, probably up 14. When you look at that game last week and people are going to say, Florida got eaten up by Ole Miss, what they're not going to tell you is that senior safety Sean Davis got ejected for a targeting call on, like, the second offensive possession of the game for Ole Miss. They were already without their other senior safety due to injury. Therefore, they were forced to play a freshman at safety. And anybody who knows football knows that the safety is the quarterback of that secondary. And if you watch Ole Miss go up and down the field and torch the Florida secondary for touchdown after touchdown – there was a complete breakdown in the back end of that secondary that I equate to having a freshman there making those secondary calls. With Sean Davis back on the field for this game against Ole, uh, this game against South Carolina, home opener at the Swamp, I expect Florida to go into the half up double digits on the Gamecocks. So I think Florida minus nine and a half for the first half is the play for me. I won't touch that game. Um, for me, staying in the SEC, um, Kentucky played Auburn really tough, and that game changed on the pick at the goal line when Kentucky was about to take the lead going into the half. And uh, they never got the smoke. What a name for yep. a running back, huh? And 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 they never got the momentum back. So coming back home with a very experienced Kentucky team, um, a team that's loaded and playing at home, I expect them to bounce back in a very big way and get the win of Ole Miss lane two. I think that that's a good read because I think the line is indicative of Ole Miss's success last week. Uh, I saw it as high as six with Kentucky being favored. Um, if it's lower, it's just because people are looking at what Ole Miss did last week against Florida, and that's why they're buying in. So, yeah, I do like Kentucky 
um, at home. The other SEC uh, matchup that's intriguing is Auburn against Georgia. Uh-huh. And Georgia really struggled offensively with Dewan Mathis on their center. And JT Daniels, I, I don't think he's going to be ready to, to play in this game. Um, so I'm just not sure what to expect from the Georgia offense. Meanwhile, Auburn under Bo Nix looks like they're a little more experienced offensively. I think this could be a close, low-scoring game. Yeah, my problem with that is that you can say what you want about Georgia's offense, but that Georgia defense is legit, and the only chance Auburn's going to have in that game is if Bo Nix plays a clean game because there are athletes across the board. I watched the whole Arkansas-Georgia game. As I said, that was my best bet on Saturday. And to be 10-5 plus 33 and to watch that Georgia defense say, that's it, you guys are done, game over, and they got their swag back, I'm going to stay away from that game. I just want to see how Bo Nix handles that Georgia defense. Uh, Mississippi State laying 17 against Arkansas. Mississippi State under Mike Leach, who K.J. Costello threw for 623 yards and five touchdowns last week, breaking all sorts of SEC records. They're going to roll again this week, and it's not so much because of how good that offense has looked under Costello and with Mike Leach at the helm. It's how bad Arkansas is. This is the worst team in the SEC. They are not going to keep this one close. I think this is a Mississippi State blowout. Yep, I agree with you. Um, The the number doesn't scare me. Um, Mike Leach is just going to do what Mike Leach does. His offense is going to go up and down the field. Um, Arkansas's secondary is going to have some problems in that game, and I think you're exactly right. Lay the wood. Do you think Alabama laying 18 is a play against Texas A&M? I did not like what I saw out of Kellen Mond last week, and maybe a first-half line here is the look. I think they're 9.5 for the first half, but Alabama doesn't look like they're skipping a beat, and Texas A&M looks like there's a little bit of an adjustment period going on. Yeah, although Nick allowed the backdoor touchdown. Well, Nick, that's why Nick's I'm saying that's that. why I'm saying first half. Yeah, I think I, I think I think I'm going to force Mon to show me um, he's ready to go here. I know it's a big number, but at the same time, it's it's you know Nick being Nick, and if you break it down, I, I said this on the podcast last week. If Nick wants to cover the number. He will. Nick's yeah. going to cover the number, and if he doesn't want to cover the number, and he's not in the mood to cover the number, he's not going to cover the number. It's that simple. He could have he could have put the clamps down and just blitzed all out and stopped Missouri from scoring. But he's like, I, you know, I don't really, I don't put some guys in to get some guys to look. So uh, they don't normally go weeks in a row without covering. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me. But but that's a game actually that I'm going to stay away from. All right, here's a game that I'm all, I'm all over, and I hope you're all over it as well. SMU and Memphis. The game is in Dallas. The line is even. SMU is playing their fourth game of the year while Memphis is just playing their second game. After the first game where I backed uh, SMU laying the points and they just didn't blow out Texas State, they have responded offensively, putting up 65 points and then 50 points. I expect another 50-burger in this game, and I think SMU beats Memphis. Yeah, it's funny that that uh, when Edinger won the starting job from – how you pronounce his name? SMU quarterback? Shane Bouchot? Yeah. So that was the guy that was supposed to be the guy. And when Edinger beat him out, he said, I'm out of here. And Sonny Dykes got him a, got him a steal here. 
Yeah, you're talking about a Texas. You're talking about a Texas. Shane Bichelle left Texas because of Sam. Go to SMU, yeah. and huh? and man, I tell you, he's uh he he's got something there. I agree. I like this SMU team. Uh, I had him a couple times last year, and uh, I I I definitely think they're the right side of the game. All right, give me another play here. Uh, one other game that I like is North Carolina over Boston College. I know North Carolina is only playing their second game because of cancellations. Boston College playing their third game. Boston College struggled and barely beat Texas State last week on a last-second field goal despite being a 21-point favorite at home. Uh, I think North Carolina uh, puts a little hurting on the Eagles here. Yeah, you have the double-digit chalk on the road. Chalklover.com backslash Scott laying the double chalk. Not me. I, I think we got value in a couple of places. I think we got value on Iowa State at home, plus seven over Oklahoma. I don't know how Oklahoma gets up off the deck as a 27-point favorite, losing outright, allowing K-State to score the last 24 points of the game. Matt Campbell has covered his last four against Oklahoma. I don't think Oklahoma is as good as everybody thinks they are. Also, the line maker in Vegas. I like Iowa State at home plus the points. And last but certainly not least, one other game that tickled my fancy in college football. And no surprise to you, no surprise to me, and no surprise to anybody else that it is a underdog. Keep an eye on West Virginia at home, plus the three Ooh, over Baylor. I like I, it. I like I'm not, it. I'm not sold on Baylor. Um, I know they've covered their last seven Big 12 games away from Waco, but that were all Matt Rule numbers. But West Virginia has covered the last two in the series. I like West Virginia at home, plus three. Two home dogs, Iowa State and West Virginia. I like that West Virginia play. I really do. I know you do. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I might be on that. That's a good one. All right, let's go over to the NFL where we're hoping to stay hot here. Staying hot at BrandonLang.com. It's the football betting show brought to you by Believe. Thursday night, the Broncos embarrassed the Jets because the Jets are an embarrassment. And the only thing that I could say to Jets fans is at least you don't have to pay to watch this dumpster fire in person. Uh, But now we move on to Sunday where we are not going to have a Steelers-Titans game, which is a game that I was actually circling because I love the Steelers this year. But there are some spots that I think are are, are very curious. Um, the Panthers at home, Brandon, getting three against the Cardinals. Is that because Arizona, who has looked good in their first two games, stunk it up last week against the Lions? Yeah, absolutely. Kyle so, Murray, three interceptions. Um, so do we buy the fact that that if we reverse the spread, do we buy the fact that the Cardinals would be a 10-point favorite over the Panthers in Arizona? I mean, they were a six-and-a-half-point underdog last week against the Chargers, won the game outright. I, mm-hmm. I, I love the job Matt Rule's doing. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater up and down the field on that Charger defense. I, I believe Arizona gets the job done here, but I think it's going to be an absolute tussle, and I would buy – listen, would I feel more comfortable buying the half point in lane three with Arizona, or would I feel more com- comfortable buying the half point and taking three and a half with Carolina? I would say I would feel more comfortable taking the home dog plus yeah. three and a half because yep. home dogs in the NFL, there's just something sneaky about them, and I think that that's the right side of the game. Okay, same spot then. It's the Bears as a home dog 
a little less than a field goal against the Colts and same philosophy, reverse the spread. Are we saying the Colts and Indy would be a 10-point favorite over this Bears team with Nick Foles? And I don't think that's the case. I will take our I will take our Catholics mother of Mary's high school plus 20 <laughs> against Philip Rivers on the road against anybody he is a walking turnover machine we saw it week one at Jacksonville rain I is in the forecast. About him and I'm telling you you cannot Philip Rivers against a good defense is a recipe for disaster I'll buy the half point take the bears uh, uh, yeah I love it um high spread in LA but I think the Rams embarrassed the Giants um the other interesting spot, I think, is Sunday night football, San Francisco against Philadelphia. Philly playing with desperation. A, is seven too much to lay with Nick Mullins on their center? I mean, he looked good last week, 363 yards passing, and the 49ers improved to two and one. But the Eagles may be playing with a little desperation here on the road. They're a great big dog. I've always said this. They just are. Um, just when you count that team out, They'll turn around and figure out what they're doing. And I actually like Philadelphia plus the points here. What about another home dog? Raiders at home getting a field goal against the Bills. Love them. Had a Monday night against the Saints. They didn't mm-hmm. let me down. I think Buffalo is a player two away from being one and two. I think the wrong team is favored. I think Josh Allen's luck runs out. Give me the home dog Raiders again. I think they'll be good to me just like they were against the Saints. <laughs> Uh, Ravens on the road laying 14 against Washington. Stop. Not a, don't even not, talk to me. Go to the, go to another game. Uh, I don't want to talk. Uh, the Ravens are banned from our podcast for <laughs> at least four or five games. <laughs> Fuck that piece of shit team. Fuck them. Next. Uh, Cowboys laying four and a half against the Browns. Another team that, that screwed me. You can't hold them to a field goal. You got to give up the touchdown and allow Seattle to cover. You just have to do it. Don't you? I just don't think Dallas's defense can stop anybody here. The posted total in that game is 53 and a half. Uh, check that 56. I'm going to go over the posted total. I think Baker's going to have a good day. All right. You ready to call me crazy on this one? I already know where you're going, and I agree with you. Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. Um, you like Detroit at home. Uh, no. You don't like what you saw. No? Nope, not where I'm going. Okay, hold on. And if it's not that, then my next guest is you like the Vikings to beat the Texans. Nope. That's not where I'm at. It's not where I'm at. I said you got to call me crazy. So what's my crazy pick here? New England plus seven over KC. Nope. Wrong again. Well, there's only one other game we haven't gone over. The crazy pick is the Dolphins at home. Getting oh, six them. and a half to seven against love the Seahawks. Them. Longest travel in the NFL going from Seattle to Miami. Over 3,300 miles of travel from Seattle to Miami. It's going to be 88 degrees and muggy. There's probably going to be like a thunderstorm and then a passing thunderstorm. It's going to be humid in Miami. Seattle is feeling themselves at 3-0 and on the year. Russell Wilson's the MVP. I think Miami and Brian Flores have a good game plan to stop them defensively. And yeah. if Magic gets the job done, I think the Dolphins as a home dog here is, might be my favorite play of the week. Love them.
Absolutely love them. This is from a guy who had Miami on Thursday night over Jacksonville, plus the points. Fitzpatrick, that offense, those weapons, they look good. The, the, the Seattle defense can't stop anybody. Good spot. I like this. It, listen, Seattle probably come back and win the game by a field goal, but I do like the Dolphins as well. Wow. All right. So now we're 2-1, we're and one, by the way, in our uh, stake contest because uh, I came up with the win last week. And now we have to pick another game this week for me to try to even it up. I don't Saints see a Cowboys. game. I don't. Are, is that the game that we're on the opposite side of? Saints. Saints. No. Saints. Detroit. Saints what do you like? <sighs> Over the posted total of fifty-four and a half. Yeah, yeah. Pick a side. <laughs> I don't want to pick a side. Pick a side. <laughs> All right. Um. I'll take the road chalk in the Saints since I'm Scotty Road Chalk. All right, there it is. I got I have Detroit plus four and a half. All right, I'll take the I'll take right. the I'll take the road chalk. All right, bud. All we'll right, see, we'll see how we well, do. Hunter Dimer, Hunter Dime. I'm trying to go to six and zero in college football on Saturday. We'll have a hundred dime play, and then Sunday I'll be going for one hundred and fifty dime winner number nine in a row, going back to last year, looking for the two and zero weekend sweep and get to. 14 and 3 in football this year. Knock on with BrandonLang.com. Let's keep this winning streak going. We will head to BrandonLang.com and find those winners there. Thanks, bro. Hi, bud. And there you have it. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg, reminding you once again to subscribe, rate, and review the football betting show wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can always follow me on Twitter at Scott's on air and head to BrandonLang.com for more information on B Lang. Good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.